0: Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson, and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So for 2022, the podcast has teamed up with Ledusso, who are an activewear clothing brand. They give our listeners 15% off. At checkout, if you type in SFTO15 on the website, um, check out the GF, it's great And you get 15% dizzy just for being a, a listener to the show Thanks to the lads there for helping us out This episode sponsored by G Wholesale Beer Supplies Limited Supplying beer and spirits to the pubs and bars in the Liverpool and local area Thanks to Gary there for the sponsorship He's been waiting for this guest to come on So we could, uh, so we could give some money back to the grassroots football and, and local community stuff So we're very, very uh, happy to have them on board so today's guest, not many of the guests that we've had on have scored a win in the National Cup final. This fella has. So welcome to the show, Ray Wilkinson.
1: Thanks very much, Mike.
0: Brilliant to have you on, mate. It's been a long time coming, Annie.
1: It? it? certainly has. We've had a few dates that's been squashed. Yeah, yeah and we've got, uh, thanks to
0: our mate Kev for sorting it out, yeah?
1: Yeah. Did he persuade you or was your half thinking about it anyway? No, when he, he spoke about it, I, I couldn't wait to go on. But then there was a few little things happened in my life, and it just got put on the, the back shelf. And I told Kevin I wasn't going to do it. But then I took John Coleman to the match, and because John's a good friend of mine, and yeah. he basically recommended it. You he, know, did so he say, he's all right, Mick. You know, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. not horrible. It's not like no, it's not like questions. He, uh, he yeah. was good, yeah,
0: yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Mate. So as I always start, it made straight from the off. Um, how old were you when you
1: first started playing? Who did you play for, and what team do you support? I started playing when I was like seven and eight, eight. but we lived in a flat in Kirby and the only way we could play, and luckily there was hardly any cars around them days, was on the road. Two goals made out of two walls, either side of the the close, you know. And I just played and played and played uh, until actually I got into St. Joseph's um, at 11 and then everything started from there. So proper proper street footy. When
0: they say about oh street footballers, God. that was like in the road footy, dodging, yeah. dodging cars.
1: Yeah, and then when we actually got moved out because there were seven children in a flat, um, with my mum and dad, um, they moved us into a four bedroom house. Then we used to do the pavement, the um, the gates. Yeah, playing gates and that. Playing yeah. gates, and yeah. I think that's why I become two footed because I used used to go in the left hand side gate, and use me left foot basically all the time. Yeah, as a kid. So, so, so
0: your your uh, two footedness didn't come from getting it drilled into you by your half
1: fella to use use your other foot like mm. I did. No, I, only, but, but still never. <laughs> ne- no, the only thing my dad drilled into me was if you score, you get a shilling. Oh, nice, it's nice. Yeah, so bloody hell! I scored some goals as a schoolboy. That's why you had a few quid. <laughs> <laughs> banked it, banked
0: it. So, what are your first memories of of like? Chipping in with, with other lads in the area and playing like proper games rather than, you know, we in, play in the streets. We used to
1: play on Cherryfield school fields. Yeah. Um. And between where I lived in South Dean and a friend of mine who basically became a real good friend because the two of us both had um disabled children born, both yeah. of us. Yeah. Which really brought us close together, which was Dave Mortimer whose brother, Dennis, um, naturally was the captain of Villa. um, And we used to play on Cherryfield. And we used to play our part of South Dean against their part of South Dean.
0: Yeah, so like local,
1: same area, but little rivalries. Yeah, but in our clothes, no just boots on and just your ordinary clothes. We never used to get a kit on. Just used to go on the field and have a good... Bash, you know what I mean? Yeah, good little battle without without knowing
0: who was on whose team. You just get used to knowing who's on your team. Yeah, and
1: there was no, you know, heavy stuff. It was just basically a good game of football. Yeah. And that was, yeah.
0: The way it should be.
1: So then you said about, was it St. Joseph's, you say? St. Joseph's. Yeah, so what
0: about school footy? What was a good side or did you even play?
1: Yeah, we played. And that's basically one of the first things that I, I, I won. St. Joseph's, which was a five-a-side tournament and the eleven-a-side tournament, because we had a, a decent team, um, but we did play against. In one of the teams, they actually brought Terry McDermott right, into yeah. the, the okay. Sacred Heart team to try and beat us in the second leg. Yeah, but it didn't happen. It didn't work. It didn't <laughs> no. work for him No, <laughs> no. no because yeah. What
0: What was he like at that at that stage? I mean, how was he in age relative to you, mate?
1: What What is he? I'm not sure if he's a year younger. 'Cause yeah. his brother Peter was yeah. in our team. Yeah, Peter our
0: manager in Peter back
1: in the day. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. As I had a go with Stantonsale, yeah. So I don't know because the next time I met Terry was oh my not many years later, but I was at Man City and we played Betty and as I run out the tunnel at Main Road, he shouts all over Main Road. Yeah. Wilkie, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't take oh scoters anywhere. You can, yeah, yeah. Right. so mm. it was a good. They were fr- everyone was friends as well. We all, you know, we played against each other, um, but we were friends because we basically all met up when we were playing for Kirby Boys. Yeah, so it was yeah,
0: it was so, brilliant. So the likes of Kirby Boys did that just evolve from your school team. Yeah, was it? Is it the same? Was it the same sort of selection type thing then as it is now? You play you get two two chances in sort of senior school to represent the, the yeah the county yeah. or whatever however you call it
1: yeah but we had a, a teacher that was doing the Kirby boys who never played football in his life so that's the only downside of that that mm-hmm. he, he was he was a fitness fanatic but he didn't have a clue about football so <laughs> i used to go from we used to get let off school and me and jimmy keaton used to go and we used to go to his house, get biscuits, sweets and have a good time in his house. And we'd get there like an hour late to training. And he'd just say, get in, get in. And Dave Mortimer used to go berserk. And he was my mate, Dave, because he said, you only get away with it because you the goal scorer. Yeah, <laughs> He lets you get and you know it. And I said, no, I don't. Jimmy Keaton just... Cause I'm not missing out on that on that year before she thought because we never, never had that money. My mum and dad, and so we weren't like the rich kids or nothing. But we, I couldn't let that go.
0: Yeah, you had no. to you had to do it. So how, how did you um, how did you settle on being like an attacker? How did was it just always the way the the teacher or your mate said like you you get up top and that's
1: it was always the first pair of football boots I was given was Adidas Santiago. Yeah. And my granddad bought them for me, my mum's dad, um, because I'd won to spot the ball in the Liverpool Echo. He got fifty two pound for the near miss. Boss, and he said, "I'll take That's you for that, That's fate. Yeah, that. so he takes me, and he gets these boots at Jack Sharp's, and the Jack fella in the Sharps, Sharps, say, Boss, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the, fe- the fella said, "You'll score um, a hat trick in these in the first time you played in them." Anyway, I played in them and we played down at South End, St. Kevin's, the first year at St. Kevin's, and I scored actually six yeah. in them. And that's that's like a honey chaff. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like I, could, I had never, and I've never wore a pair of football boots other than Santiago in all my, my career, Bosch. my life, you know. So.
0: Brilliant. Lo- lovely story. I love all that. So. You, you obviously knew where the net was as, as a youngster. Was that attracting the likes of the schoolboy teams and, and local Saturday and Sunday teams?
1: Yeah, because there was one Sunday team, um, Willow Albion, Yeah, and they were the, the nice lads of the KB Newtown League because all the others <laughs> were bullies and they'd kick seven kinds of shite out here, yeah. you know what I mean, and they would. Um, and I played for Willow Albion because the lads, some of them I worked with, and they were lovely lads, uh, but they were winners as well. So we won the league, the cup. One thing that bears to mind about scoring goals, Morty, my mate, was marking me in a game. And as I scored my third goal, he shouts to all his teammates. He shit him. All he can do <laughs> is score goals. Yeah, the hardest thing to do. I went, oh my God, Morty, something wrong with you. And, like, he, and he was fuming and he really meant it. You know what I was like. True colours come out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was marking me.
0: Well, he weren't doing his job, was he? No, no. Then again, yeah. they always say, don't do the hardest thing to do in footies, but put the ball oh. in, in the back of the net so you can be quiet however long. But if you, get, if
1: you get that goal and it gets the points, then jo- I, job's on. But I played for teams that, I can't even remember who they were. One of them was down by Everton's Ground in Church Road, the big houses. There was a club there. And I got brought down there to play we played on Stanley Park and to this day, I, I can't remember who the team was. I only played once. Yeah. But I was getting asked and asked to come and play, play, play here, play there and I was like, oh my God.
0: The thing was, Denway as well, in your day of footy, amateur Sunday league, Saturday league, there was tons of leagues, wasn't there? Yeah. Hundreds oh, and hundreds of teams. The town
1: had 12 leagues. Yeah, it's
0: unbelievable. It's none now. How many, how many, uh, how many like clubs fall by the wayside over over the years, but you know, back in the day, there was however many in the, the Liverpool. Sunday had eleven divisions, or whatever the business hours had eight, or and then you had the Beetle jock, you know, the Kirby Newtown. I know, yeah. Leagues all leagues all over the shop. So when when you uh, played for Kirby Schoolboys, then um, how did you fare against the other like Liverpool, you know, Shefton, all that type of stuff? You remember any? Uh,
1: The only thing I can remember about it, I mean, we won the Lancashire Schools Cup that year. Nice, yeah. Um, We beat Middleton in the final and Middleton were playing Liverpool in the semi and I'd been to watch the first leg um, with some of Kirby people because the first leg was at Middleton and the second leg was at Anfield. I think they played at Anfield, I'm not sure, but I know Teddy Zaddecott was
0: playing
1: and I didn't want to play against them. Seeing them playing and I thought, oh my God. And they got knocked out in the semi. It was the best result By the way, <laughs> I could have wished for. How did the final go then? We won 2-1 on yeah. aggregate. Scored the winner at Middleton. And one of the Middleton players become a good friend actually because we both went to Lancashire schoolboys. Right. Um. Tony, I know Tony. Tony. But the name.
0: So, so from Kirby, you... You got invited up to Lancashire, so did they just get all like the the best players from their select squads and then, was, yeah. and, then yeah. and then you go and play other counties then, yeah. yeah. What well, was that like? Do uh, It was weird
1: me? because I was the only one from Kirby that went there. Yeah. And I didn't like it. And you know, so I wasn't really fussed and probably it showed because I didn't last long in the training scheme of things. Yeah. So I come back and um but there was clubs after me, and then Kirby Boys told me that. Um, and the club that I wanted, because I know you'd asked me before about who I supported, which was Everton.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I did want Everton to come in for me. But unfortunately, at that time, they had Joe Royal. Yeah. Who was centre-forward. Um, So then Liverpool came for me. Shankly wanted to sign me, which I was, a, I was delighted with. You know, I wasn't disappointed. I was delighted that Liverpool had actually come for me. Um, so, how does that how does that pan
0: out? So how, do you, how do you find out there about stuff like that?
1: Interest from the pool
0: and MDs? Just,
1: I was staying on school. My mum made me stay on school because she she thought I was cleverer than, than I was. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not <laughs> there kid as well. Yeah. yeah, and she, but I, I was good at some subjects like maths and science and but not it wasn't for me but my mum was determined that one of her kids was gonna go the full hog and she picked me yeah. do you know and um and with Liverpool signing me as a schoolboy they couldn't go any further Liverpool so there was other clubs Blackpool come in for me Preston uh, Burnley Man City Who told you that I was playing for them at one stage no one only Blackpool are told that I was on forms for uh, Liverpool and Blackpool bloody had a baby. Do you know what I mean? They said, Oh my god, we can't go near you Yeah,
0: you can't do that, yeah. No.
1: Um, so what did they do? Did you just send send like
0: a letter to the house or send someone around the house to, to say we're interested in your ear or or how does it how does it come about in, in It came about in school. They yeah.
1: but when Blackpool wanted me to sign pro right away. When we told them, my dad, because we were up at Blackpool, and my dad told them, um, and they said, you you need to get his release from Liverpool. So we went down to Anfield, me and my dad, (laughs) to get me release. And Shankly's words, and I'll never forget them till the day I die, I'm no letting you go, son. And I was like sitting there in his office, and I thought, oh my God, I'm 15, and he's wanting me to stay at Liverpool, and he said, there's a job here for you. If you come training Tuesday, Thursday, then at the end of the season, you're on apprenticeship forms, which that's what the were then is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you'd have to be 16. And unfortunately, my birthday went into August the 19th, which was a pain in the arse, my birthday. Um, but I didn't do it. I couldn't go training because my dad had no transport. And getting the bus, two buses to Melwood was not for me because I was travel sickness. Yeah. So I used to go out. My dad used to make sure I got my kit, get out, and then I used to go to U Club, the Cherryfield U Club, and I, I was a decent table tennis player. So, <laughs> so I, I played table tennis instead of going training with Liverpool. Madness, though. And then, Oh, my God. So,
0: so what about... Uh, games for them then in, in early. I just early played days.
1: that one game when Kenny Leash played. Yeah, so go on, tell us about that then. It it was a uh, Jordan's training. Liverpool asked me to go training, and I went training for six weeks. Jordan that year in '66 when the World Cup was. Yeah, um, and a, a lad called Carl Lamp. Um, come with me. They asked him to go with me as well. So the two of us used to go on a bus down to. Uh, Anfield get changed go to Melwood with them and we ended up training with the first team wasn't just we were with the kids because Liverpool had this thing whether they've still got it where they put you with even your five side team you know I'd played with Tommy Smith uh, Jeff Adams Willie Stevenson Yeats and it was just oh my god it was unbelievable and at one stage I used to get called a Liverpoolian because when Liverpool were playing I wanted them to win all the time. And I'd be jumping up at home on the television and even my me, me wife, you know, to be, was, something wrong with you. And I said, there's not, I want them to win. Yeah, you know, you yeah, can't
0: win. The sort of your mates, Ardy, Yeah, I, and well, I've uh, been
1: with them and I've done yeah. six weeks. Absolutely fantastic. It was. But then it all just went because I didn't go training. I even had one game for a team called Guinness Exports.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've heard and, about them getting spoken about. Paul yeah. Orr spoke
1: about them, didn't we? Yeah. Well, Paul's uh, uncle, Paul Orr, who was the Lord Mayor, he um, would run Guinness and he rang Liverpool to say that they had this kid who was only 16 because I'd signed on it, the coach going down to Charlie to play for them. Scored two in a, a men's league, in the Cheshire League or whatever it was. And he's in Liverpool saying, I've got this kid. And they, they said, said, so if we had him, but he was a lazy bastard and he wouldn't train. Yeah. So they said, no, we only, you get one chance. Yeah. And that was it. So go on, tell us about the Daglish thing then and, and playing
0: in the game with him. Was it, this while he, was, he come to Liverpool? He come to, to
1: Liverpool, yeah. And then the team was read out and was sitting there in the changing room. And we played it at Melwood actually. And um, then his name, and we didn't even know him. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Because it was just another kid. um. But we were shocking. Liverpool that day. And we had, I think Liverpool signed myself. I'm not sure whether if Carl signed schoolboy forms, Carl Lamb. Um, but they had nine of the Liverpool schoolboys team
0: nice. on their yeah. books.
1: Yeah. And they hated us being from Kirby. Honestly, they hated us. It was, we were out hiding to nothing, going to Anfield every day and and stuff. It was a, a nightmare. Was well, yeah. it like
0: enemies, enemies within?
1: Yeah, and it was, because one time we were in, they used to play pool, killer, killer pool, in the, because um, they had a big snooker room at Anfield, and one day, um, it was the Scotch fella, uh, Ruben. Reuben Bennett. So yeah, Reuben Bennett, yeah, yeah. He come in and he said, get out you shower bastards. He said, and if I ever catch you Kirby Fs in here again, you're on the next bus home. So we were like shocked that he actually, you know, pulled us out like that. Anyway, <laughs> a couple of weeks later, Liverpool were in action on abroad and they'd come in for, I don't know, they weren't training I went in because I was on my own. Carl Am never come down to train him with me, so I goes in the snooker room on my own, and I'm just throwing the ball across the table. I wasn't even partnering it with the the cue. Yeah, just asking about just messing, waiting for the you know was ever to go. So next thing, someone said, "You've missed the coach," and I looked around, and it's Ron. Yeats. This is everything I tell you today is true, honestly. In case people will say, and it was Ron Yeats. He said, "What's the matter, son?" I said, and I was sitting, crying that I'd missed the coach. And he said, come on, get in. And he took me outside and he's got this big Yankee car. at the time. He said, get in, come on, we'll get there, don't you, buddy? And he did. He freaking flew along Queen's Drive, got to behind the coach. Coach pulls up. He said, hang on a minute, hang on, because I know when the staff go out, so they'll be gone by the time I let you go. And he said, go on, run now. Run as if you were on it. Yeah. <laughs> so he looked after you. So, yeah, and then I played against him for, when he was playing for Formby. Yeah. And it, he said, hello, big man. <laughs> I went, I was shocked. I said, Ron, oh my God, I can't believe you remember me. So he was like, oh, just amazing. You know, having that experience, especially the six weeks. Yeah, And each, if you were sitting in a, in a space... One of the first teamers would come and sit by you, they wouldn't leave you on your own, so they, they really looked after
0: you. You know it was. So what what happens to what happened to Zagleish then after
1: the one game? Did not he, impress or he, no? Just, I don't think anyone impressed that day because we were awful. We were. I can't even remember having a shot. You know, in the game, um, and we were absolutely awful because not many of that Liverpool schoolboy. People made it from yeah. that era, you know. There was, and there was a couple of Kirby boys, but they were older, like the uh, Toomey and Kevin Marsh, people like that. Um, they because Kirby boys didn't have good teams until we come about, and then Tomo's team come about two years later. Yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it was. Well, if I can go forward till. Three years ago, to my Liverpool experience, because I got asked to come down to Shankly, as I say, um, and my dad had to take me down to him. And Shankly was going mad and saying, you know, I'm not going to let you go. And then he, he said, can you sit outside, son, while I speak to your dad? Right. So I said, yeah, of course. So I went outside, sat there, and then my dad comes out 10 minutes later, doesn't say anything. He doesn't tell me a thing. And then my dad died maybe 20 years ago. Um, and then three years ago, before my mum passed away, my mum brought me to one side and said, did your dad ever tell you what Shankley said to him when he asked you to go outside? I went, mum, how come you're telling me this? She said, he said to your dad that you were going to take the place of his centre-half, who... Was on as not as Lazzie's, but he only had another couple of seasons to go two or three seasons, whatever. And you would be getting made from a centre forward to a centre half, yeah, and taking Yeats' place. L-D-L. And to be honest with you, when my mum told me, I, I cried because I thought, Oh my god, dad, why didn't you give me that opportunity? You know what I mean? to, to do that.
0: To get converted
1: and to play for Liverpool, just but I, I don't know. I
0: just so did, were you was your heart sorted or did he set on Blackpool? Then did you want to go? Did you want to speak to Liverpool try and get that sorted so you could go and play for Blackpool, or did you just want
1: to go and play anyway? I just wanted to play anyway then,
0: yeah.
1: um, because Man City. Every time I went to a club, something happened. Um, City, I got sent off in Manchester because playing for me mate to start with in Manchester because they wanted me to play for their Sunday team while I was at City. So I did, and I got sent off for violent conduct. And then as I'm walking off, the, the Chief Scout says, we'll be we'll get in touch with you, Ray. Um, That's not acceptable. And we would only play in Everton on the Wednesday at Goodson Park in the Youth Cup, and I missed that game through oh, that. Nightmare. Burnley, I went there. Um, Martin Dobson was there at the same time on trial. And a Welsh fella asked me to go and have a drink. I said, I don't drink. And I didn't drink. He said, oh, well, come on, there's a snooker hall by where we're staying. So I we went there. But he got me a shandy in a pint glass. And I thought, oh my. And then we got called in the next day. He got sent home. Then I got told to report after training. And all the lads, the Georgie lads that were there and everything said, oh, do you want to sign you? But then they sent me home. So <laughs> did you
0: think You were on the aisle Yeah
1: Yeah He didn't <laughs> even give me A chance to explain Like me. You know so It was just Everything was And then the Preston one Was I was on a four week Thing there I told the school uh, Or I didn't tell the school I told my mum The school Had let me go And then the school Come to Knocking on the door Two weeks later
0: Where, where the bloody hell's he gone
1: And then Expelled me <laughs> no Expelled me Yeah Because I was supposed To be staying on So he said You can either leave or we expel you and he said okay yeah and then my dad had me up against the wall get a job in two weeks <laughs> or you're out no way
0: so yeah. are, you, are you aware of like the amateur sides around at the time where you could like the likes of Guinness Exports or whoever that you could go and play and probably get yeah, a few bob as well
1: yeah because some people come knocking on the door and there was a lad that used to because I'd married early and married when I was 19 a ridiculous age you know what I mean and like If I had a son and he was marrying at 19, I'd go ballistic. But. (laughs) Probably the dumb thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was then. Yeah, Yeah. and we didn't have to get married. You know, it was love at first sight. Yeah. But it was, yeah, there was a lad who used to live over the road, Jeff Young, his name was. And he was something to do with the lobster. Right. He asked me to go and play a game. Canada asked me to go and play a game. This is all when I'm 16, you know. uh, So. I was playing for anyone who asked me. I just couldn't refuse a game of football. Yeah. Um,
0: and they they'd obviously heard that you were decent and thought we we'll get him in early while he's while yeah. he's a youngster.
1: Yeah. So
0: So what did you did you stick about with any of them or were you always open to just get back into the pro game as, as soon as you as you could? I went
1: the team I played for Because I knew John O'Leary um and Tom Williams from they were from Kirby. Uh I used to go and watch their team. Um and they asked me uh to and I went to the Lobster because there was someone on your podcast saying that there was a team that won the treble and the only team to do it. Um and that's untrue. Yeah, because you were the trebles in in Because Lobster won the senior cup, the, the League Cup and the the League, the Liverpool Sunday League. Yep. Lobster and the South End team, who they did win it, but so did the Lobster. And I played just that one season for the Lobster. And that was while I was going into the, the semi-pro game as well. Yep. Um, because Scam would him, for me, um, Patelli come in, because there was a lad called Cliffy Roberts, who used to play at Everton. He was manager and he did. And I played four games for Patelli. But then he fined me a fiver. <laughs> Which was a week's wages For um, for going out on a Friday night And I said I wasn't He said you was You were in town You got to seen By one of the, the door staff and I mean who knew me then You know so yeah. he, he Fired me a five so I packed Battalion Then there was a lad Coming Peter Rowlands um, Blaine Festiniog Manager He was a heightened lad And he got together One of the best teams I'd played for um, in the Welsh League, what what
0: was he doing? Just going, going out, plucking the best sort yeah. of Sunday lads.
1: Yeah, well, Jimmy Oryx Dave Mortimer, they were centre backs. Myself, there was Bobby Fraser, from the South End, um, Joey Duncan from Highton. Yeah, um, yeah, we had a team and a half, honestly, um, and we've won the lot in Wales, three cups and the league, um, so. That was, and I I just had one season at them as well. So, one season at the Lobster, one season at the Bliner, then Real come in for the next season. They'd lost their centre forward to America and they wanted someone to replace them. So, they, they offered me £40 a game. When, I mean, in them days, £40 a game was ridiculous. It was more than some people were getting working. Yeah. So, I couldn't refuse it. How did you find it, the standard of the of the Welsh footy? They were in the Cheshire League actually. Oh were they, really? yeah? Yeah. Right. Real. So they weren't in the Welsh, but Bliner were in the Welsh yeah. League. It was it was rough. It was good. But I mean during the time that we won the Cups, it was televised. There was cameras following us when we got there everywhere. You know, so we had a ball. We did. It was and then they had a an open top bus. Through Blaenafestiniog, um, where we went for the weekends just the players, and the wives, and I had an absolute ball. Yeah, it's a proper celebration. Oh my god!
0: So were yeah. you scoring goals throughout, oh, whatever, whatever yeah. you played. Yeah. Not, not, a, not an issue, no, no. matter what, what, no. your, what the level was.
1: No, and I'd turn, I'd just hit it, and you would be flying in here, there, and everywhere. Honestly, I could, I could score, and I could flame on out. I could hit a ball. Um, so yeah. I didn't have a problem. A
0: purple patch that went on forever.
1: Well one of the <laughs> one of the funniest things um about uh, and it was the lobster where I'm playing with a lad called Ben Foster. I don't know if his name's ever been mentioned on here, but he's a bit of a legend in like John O'Leary is. Yeah. Um Ben Foster was unbelievable and he was such a nice person. And I was alongside him. And the lad who used to keep all the scores and everything was f- a bloke called Harry Scott. And Harry worked at Everton for years on the, the door at Belfield and Finch Farm. I think he passed away a couple of years ago. But he'd never told me who was leading scorer. And I used to ask and ask and ask. And he'd say, oh, Ben's well ahead of you, right? You know, so... And then eventually me and him ended up sitting on the same row in Everton. Uh, so only maybe five, six years ago, I asked him. I said, "How many goals did he actually score?" he? because if Ben was leading goal scorer, you know what did he? And he went, "He scored fifty-two, right?" He said, "And you were leading goal scorer." Just wanted to keep you keen. <laughs> but yeah. Not keen. He, he left it for thirty years. That is key. That's keeping you keen. Man. And I was gutted that he that I didn't know that that he'd done that to me. Yeah. You know, but he was a lovely man. So well, I where, where did did he
0: go and play anyway, uh, Ben? The, the other striker was it? Did he go? No, Ben anything?
1: was Ben was well known around Liverpool, and he really was, you know, because he was good in the air. He was, and he was a gentleman on the pitch. He didn't, you know, he he wouldn't kick because them days, Canada Lobster, the Dingle Rail, uh, Eggbit Legion. Oh my God, it was a battle every time. Yeah, flame and hell. And when we went out, I mean, I used to be made up. Wearing that lobster kit and the shirt, because we had stripes like a Celtic, and we will we would walk out, and I was walking out like seven foot tall because I was playing for the lobster. Because I, mean, I was a kid, but I was playing for the lobster. Was that, would that have been like mid
0: 70s? Was that right? Like, the early 70s. Early 70s, yeah. 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 So, so when you said before about you had a couple of games for like the Canada, when it comes to like the Sunday Cup, the National Cup, um, were you aware of like obviously at that point no Liverpool team had won it although they were entering it from yeah. late 60s to, and trying to get their hands on it but it evaded them for a while were you aware of you know were you thinking well we want to be the first to try and win this or play for the team
1: that's best positions to try and win it I think the Canada did that by getting me to play in that game as a ringer because I wasn't signed on I shouldn't have played um, and it was a London team that they played so they probably thought they could get you know get away with it. Um and I think that's what they were trying to do, Canada, is to be the first team to win the national cup yeah. um for the Liverpool side. Mm. But it didn't I don't think they've ever won it, have they? The no, Canada. no,
0: couple of couple of a uh, well a lot well, a few losses in the final and a few yeah. times kicked out in the, after winning the semi show.
1: Which yeah, but evaded them. And I think um Harold, who was a, a big, big mate of mine, Harold Hughes, he, Tried to do it with Croxton as well, but he could never do it. Yeah, he could, and I think he was because I, I remember seeing him as when I was a kid watching him on the craft playing for yeah. the Canada in a in a semi final or a final, because um, craft football pitch was like Wembley, Um and oh my God, I thought Christ, I was I worked in craft, so I was about maybe eighteen something like that. And I thought, oh God, how rough is this game? I, mean, I was,
0: yeah, proper tasty
1: Yeah oh, Jesus and Then we ended up playing Canada In a semi-final Was it? I think it might have been oh, It was the quarter-final Of the National Cup And we played it at Kraft And he frightened Some of our players Yeah Because <laughs> Legendary, is he? Yeah And some of them Like They never went in hiding They didn't That's a disservice to them But he frightened It affected them, yeah Yeah, yeah Some of our players it's yeah.
0: mad, isn't it? The all uh, Sunday league, sales yeah. and all But that. we
1: beat them. <laughs> you know. I think Mick Fagan might have scored the winner, actually.
0: Yeah. Was that on route to, to winning the Nash? To winning it the yeah. first
1: time, yeah. So, where did
0: you settle on on a, on a Sunday then? After having a few games, well, a season with the Lobster? I didn't, actually.
1: You? I left the Sunday football then. Yeah. Um, And then I went with from Bliner to Rill to, and I played when the Welsh League and the English leagues. Then you could play both, even at you could play in the Welsh League Saturday and the English on the Sunday. There was no
0: yeah, none of that. Si- yeah, no, you yeah. didn't have to get a clearance. On clearance, and all that, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so I used to scam used to come in um, to come in one time to save the players from um, a Wembley. They playing the amateur cup final at Wembley. And they wanted players to play t- to rest the team. So we played Witten Albion. This was before I signed for Alan Spence, who was the manager. And I forget who the ma- Ronnie Rees was the manager then. So we played at Witten away. And playing next to me, centre forward, was Peter Witt, mm. the uh, Aston Villa guy, yeah. who, another European fella. And we w- I was talking and asking him why he's playing this game and he said oh, I've just come over to get a club because I've been in South Africa and I wanted to come back and he, he I'm not sure how old he was more than me but I thought oh my god look where he went to where I went yeah hard
0: <laughs> <laughs> lines right
1: yeah and we got we did get battered actually 4-1 in that game but then Skem had me on the radar so Skem was really um, my first team after the Welsh League teams because um, I used to play for Bliner then I'd play for Scam in midweek and so and just stuff.
0: any anywhere where you could get a game yeah plus so I was getting paid twice so why didn't you go to the likes of with O'Leary and that was that just not that was later was that later yeah
1: yeah because after the because John never went then he went because um, Frank Dorham was oh my god what a fantastic bloke he was and yeah. he he wasn't real football because when he had the Bootle team, he had all like the Kevin McMullens, the Tommy Tolls and people that were really the heart of football. Um but when we went, like there was a, quite a few fantail lads went, money come into Bootle for the first time ever. Um and Frank wasn't comfortable with that, paying players. You know, so that's when Bootle had started playing, playing their players, when all the Fantale lads went there. Yeah, but that was, I mean, I was a long time into football before I actually went. Before you got into up there, yeah, to, to Bootle.
0: Yeah. So where did you go after schem?
1: Um, I don't, it was the best move in my career. Actually, and probably the biggest move. Um, I was working a craft one day, and the Tannoy went. And saying what I report to the personnel. So when I get there, the personnel said, "Manager Brian Tyler from Wigan is here to see you." So, anyway, I went there and told me that he'd arranged the transfer with Skemp, uh, and that the fee, he'd paid the fee uh, to Bill Gregson. So everything was done, and they'll have a car at Skemp tonight when I get there because um, I never drove till I was like thirty yards. <laughs> so everyone was driving me round everywhere.
0: Yeah, getting lifts off the boys.
1: Yeah, so when I got there, and to Scam, Harry Mcnally, the story when I was playing for the Lobster. This is going back, and it is, it does include Scam. This because I was playing for Scam as a non-contract, um, and we reached the final of the Lancashire Senior Cup, and we were playing Wigan at Southport Ground on a Monday night and we were playing the Lobster on the Sunday in the final of the not not the Senior Cup but the League Cup Yeah. the League Challenge Cup and I was playing for Lobster on the Sunday but no transport I was getting taken to Scam, but there was no one to take me so Harry Scott come up to Scam. the gates were open and Harry McNally was taking us training Alan Spence had stayed in Uh, Cumbria that night Because we'd played up there And he had family up there So he got Harry To bring us in training On Sunday morning Who trains on Sunday morning You know And I I know why he did it It was to keep me from The game So did they they, they know
0: Had they found out That Lobster were playing In the final
1: Yeah So Well Yeah Anyway Harry's shouting me And pointing to his watch So I'm like Harry I've got to go he said, if you leave this ground, you are not playing tomorrow night. So I just walked and then went and got my clothes in the changing room and got in the car. And then we were meeting at a, at a, a restaurant in Bersco on the Monday before the game. So gets there and Spenny, Alan Spence called me out right away and said, I need to talk. He said, I can't play it. I said, are you having a laugh? He said... Harry has made it that I can't because he shouted in front of all the players yeah, can't that if space. you leave yep. this, she so said, I can't do it, right? So getting back to Harry McNally, when he gets to training, he said, you're going tonight, we're going to come in, they've paid for you. And I said, who are you talking to? I said, I'm going nowhere. I said, I'll go where I want to go, not where you're sending me. So he was like, you can't do that. You can't I said I'm doing it I am not going So I walked away And just sat there and Jimmy Oryx Still Nolan They said Ray Come here Come outside And I said You can't do that I said flimmin' hell Wigan have come in for you And you Because you've got a cob on with Harry McNally Over what he did You're gonna That's gonna spoil Yeah So I just I thought Okay And I went I went to Wigan uh, they had the press there and everything it was just a different ball game different level yeah, oh yeah. my god yeah it really was so uh, these obviously watched you playing and, and well, no I scored two against them right so in, in that yeah yeah and that's why not playing in that game when I get to the Southport Kingy sees me John King Um, you're looking forward to it and I said I'm not playing he said you're injured and I said no dropped because I played ...for the, uh, the Lobster yesterday... He, ...he went... ...that was... ...it was... <laughs> yeah, <made> it <laughs> <all>. <laughs> yeah. ...and he did... he beat five, five one, Something 5 ...or 5-0... Five I, ...I don't think we even scored... ...because I'd run them ragged... ...in a game at Skem... ...on New Year's uh, Day... ...or Boxing Day... ...and there was thousands on Skem... ...on the old Skem ground... ...oh my God... ...it was... ...delightful... ...honestly... So,
0: they were happy to to see that you weren't playing. Yeah. So, when you got there, to, to Wigan, what what again? But how did you adapt to like the standard of
1: footy then? I was quite comfortable with it. Actually, the only thing I wasn't comfortable with is me co-striker was one of them strikers that do you know what I mean? If he, if he was struggling to score, he would still have a go and not pass to yeah, you.
0: Instead, to give it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah and. I remember we had a conversation and we're going to been beat this season before at Wembley in one of the, the Cups and he said to me, I wasn't bothered about getting beat, he said I scored our goal, he said so to score at Wembley was unbelievable and that was okay with me and I thought, I never said anything to any of the other lads because there was a lad called Fred Molyneux who was on Liverpool Spooks for years and... He was my mate, he used to pick me up, another way I used to get taken, <laughs> so Fred was my mate, and I never said anything, I thought, I couldn't say that to your teammates, that one of them is only interested in his own, like, selfish... His own importance, yeah. yeah. I thought, no, but he was a good player, John Rogers, centre forward, South Ender.
0: So what, what was, um, what lender
1: contract in that was he? Two years, yeah. I got off them, but... It all went sh- pear shape when uh, Wigan should have got in the league because um, we beat everyone. we won the Northern Premier League and we were playing Wimbledon. In a, it was a two-legged game. We got beat actually in the two legs. That's when Wimbledon come up. Yeah, they made their
0: way into the, the football because
1: league. Because Wigan and Wimbledon went for a vote down to the FA headquarters. But Wigan put pens on the table, we're we going athletic and and there was a voting system. So what, as soon as the FA people went in and sat down, they just went, sorry, get this off the table and there's no vote. Wimbledon are elected to the... So we were going on the training on the Monday because we were going to Italy on a, a end-of-season tour and games we were playing over there and everything was cancelled. It was, it was in the paper Actually we got the paper On the way into training So do you like Relying on getting in the league Yeah So Most of the The big earners Were bombed Including yeah. myself You know So They just went A different way Than Wigan
0: So What what are you thinking there When, when that's sort of Coming to an end are you, are you still looking at Yeah I was Getting in the league Or are you are you happy to just No
1: I'm just I'm happy to do that Because Morecambe come in Signed for them Maccasfield come in um they met me at a bus stop <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I like i'm not sure when I even started driving It was about thirty six you know, so I was like but and even like Skem had me on non contract forms and Macckerfield, the lad met me at the bus stop He come up um we went to the sweet hotel on no delanx yeah, the yeah. that was called the Ch- the cherry tree um And he said that he he was going to sign me as a pro. And I didn't want to go pro because I was playing for Lobster. So no one was taking me as pro. And Skem knew that. So Spenny had said to me, if you go, stay as amateur, and then at the end of the season, you can come back on a free to us. And then they get no money. And we've got the money that they've given. They were given Skem money for me. And I wasn't contract so, yeah,
0: so they didn't have to.
1: So he told me to do this, stay non-contract, and then you can come back. So when I met the lad, I said, can't you give me the money instead of scamp? So he said, well, I can't do that. I wouldn't do that on Spenny. Little did he know that Spenny has told me to, and I couldn't go, like, I couldn't do that to Spenny yeah. by saying to him, well, they've told me, and... You know, because I didn't want the money that bad that I would really betray someone that I thought the world of. And I did think the world of Alan Spence, um the Scam's manager at the time. So, so so your love
0: for Sunday footy could could have really stopped you getting contracted for for other
1: teams where you'd have, to, you'd have had to pack in the Sundays? Well, I did pack in eventually because there was four players at Scam that they wanted pro. Myself, Jimmy Oryx um Dave Mortimer and I think the other one was Bobby Fraser. And we had a charity game at Scam on the Sunday. Um and they were giving us the money signing on fee that day. Now I'd negotiated on my own, nothing to do with the other three. A hundred pounds signing on fee. Um and the others <laughs> had negotiated or been told that they were getting twenty five pounds each. Um, so I never got the money when I got there, and I said I want the money today before I leave the ground. I I'm not trying to not not trying to contract forms. So they went to the till and they gave me a hundred pound notes because it was pound notes them days. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's when I, I went pro.
0: What did they say when they found out that they were only getting 25? I only told Jimmy Oryx about five years ago.
1: <laughs> well, he says, you you're only 75 quid. Yeah. He, says, he says, you shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. because I was like, because Spenny had said to me, Ray, influence them because they'll go where, you know, if you're going to sign, they'll sign, but don't mention the money. In and out. And I, I didn't, you know, so.
0: So then you had to pack in the Sundays.
1: Well, Yeah, I went to Morecambe. Uh, That didn't turn out too good. Um, Then I went to Ashton United in Manchester with Terry O'Connor because they had um, a fishmonger fella who used to do all the selling of the fish in the pubs around Liverpool, and he was a millionaire, this lad, and he took over Ashton. So I went there, um, and we actually played Bootle One of the games, and Bootle beat us at Ashton United yeah, I couldn't believe it but then I went to Burskow I dumped me back in um, and this was going now to where I was on the last I I wasn't even 30 and I I decided that I didn't want to play at that level because it was my back had gone in one game where I'd really hurt it Um, and then Burskow come in I trained with them for a few weeks and I thought no you know, I can't do this. Um So, I packed in when I was only maybe 29, 30. Saturday football. Yeah. I didn't want Saturday football anymore. And that's when the fan sale come in.
0: So, did you, did you never end up playing for Kirby Town and Knowsley and, and all that? Or did you Did you end up going and, and having a go there? I played for Kirby
1: Town. Um But I, when I signed for them, I played for Kirby Town Reserves. Um they had at the time they had Wally Brown was playing in the team. They had a lad who, who used to work in Dickinson's where I worked, and he got me to to play there. We won a cup, not sure what cup it was, um, and we went. I went. I think I played one game in the first team, and that was with John King, who was eventually going to become my teammate at Wigan. Um, he was playing at the time. But they had a good side, KB Town. Not to do with Paul Paulo. Oh, this was KB Town. Yeah, prior, yeah, prior, yeah, yeah. When they had a real side, um, not saying Paulo's. It wasn't a real side, you know. Um, but yeah, but I didn't stay there. I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable. I don't know whether it was because I was from. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't play for them more. But on on yeah, like other things. yeah.
0: So, fantail then, how did, how did they come about?
1: Why, why didn't you go back to Lobster? Didn't I often thought that actually. I thought, why? What am I going to do here? Am I going to go back to the Lobster? Or, and I thought, no, I can't. Because, I was, I, and the, the team that we had, the fantale Paul Orr was doing it, like, a football manager should do it. Um, he was bringing players in, not just from Kirby, you know, because loads of teams in Kirby had just Kirby players, yeah. but we didn't. And I think that's why we were hated by so many. Not only we were hated by Liverpool teams, Kirby teams hated us. You know, so we just didn't get any fame any any give-me's. You know yeah, what, yeah. what I mean? And, and Everyone was up for it against us. Oh you? my God, yeah. It was really, yeah.
0: So was it Paul who signed you for Fanta Paul, or were you yeah. there were you there? Pre- Previous, no.
1: No. Why he signed me is that when I signed for Guinness Sports on the coach, because them days you could you could sign on the coach and then when you got to the ground, the referee would actually oversign it,
0: right? and yeah, you yeah. could
1: play. And that's what happened. And Paul always there as a 15-year-old because I'm not sure if he's the same age as me. Paul. Um, yeah, there, there about you. But he always yeah. says, I scored three and I didn't. I scored two. You know what I mean? And he tells... Porky's. <laughs> yeah, threw a bit of curry on off. Yeah. yeah, because I also said Paul I didn't score three. You know. Um but yeah, that was me and I think that's why he came in for me. And he knew about Liverpool and uh, what happened with Shankley yeah, and that so because
0: of his about, yeah, uncle. So, so who else signed at, at the same time as you? Was he was he was he going around trying to get the, the top sort of level sati players that he could get in who weren't contracted to play for Fanta, or to have a right go of
1: well, Mick Fagan was one of them. I don't think Mick come, like, when I got there, I think Mick was, then there was John Moran, uh, Keith Saunders, Cliffy Wolfe, who'd come from Liverpool. Yeah. A few of the lads, Mick was at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so it was, no, he just built that team and he built it round the Kirby lads. John O'Leary, John Connors, Jimmy Oryx, Sil Nolan, and myself. You know, so we had... The backbone was Kirby, but then we needed the class. And the class come from, not that we didn't have class. We did, the class come from outside. And we did have, and, and as I said, we were hated. It used to annoy me. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because Harold was one of them who's like, and he he would come, he come in the craft and got me tonight And he, I said, what are you doing doing this? He said, I want you to play for me. I said, no. I said, I'll never play for you. I'm with the fantail. And he was, he was just, Adamance. he wouldn't give in. And I said, no. I said, you've got Alan McDermott playing for you. And Alan's my mate, by the way. I said, you've got Alan McDermott playing. I said, "He blew Jimmy Oryx up. the other a week over playing when he should he should have been at scamp and he was playing in a semi-final for South End team. And everyone said it was my, Mac- Alan McDermott That <laughs> Blew Jimmy up <laughs> the old, uh, Scouts rumours eh Yeah Because no one Blew anyone up Them days You didn't You yeah. know Alright you might Get beaten Wanna blow people up But no No Definitely not So
0: You're, you're then aware That Fantale have got a really strong team You, you know, obviously Look on what's around you You've been added in, Into the mix um, When when Lobster Won the National Cup The year before You's Was it sort of
1: like, Uh, maybe I should have went went back to Lobster? That's why I was gutted, because it was the next season. It was the season after. And I went to watch them in the final, actually. It was at Southport. I forget who. There was a few of us went. I never drove, by the way. (laughs) But um, the the, the scorer of the goal was Tony Williams that day.
0: Yeah, Tony Williams. And he never
1: played did No. It's <laughs> <He's>
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he never played Tony. Um and Tony was the Tony Williams who was at the lobster when I was there. So they must have signed him as an, an anomaly or whatever. Um so yeah. So uh it was then three two, They it end up three two? What I was think it's yeah, yeah. it three two, yeah.
0: So you've watched the lobster win it, um Quinny? Who Paul often said he tried to sign for Fantale but he he wouldn't come across. He he's the first there. Uh, captain to lift it. Are you thinking to yourselves we need to get our hands on this next next year? Yeah,
1: I think Paul was more hell bent on on doing it. I wasn't really. I mean, I, I loved the national cup was a treasure, and it really and it probably still is, um, because to do it and to go around the country and play with a team like I played for the fantale was absolutely a joy it really was and to have people talk about us in the North East everywhere we went especially for John O'Leary everyone couldn't believe what was coming out but when he come out and when he performed oh my God what a player and he used to shut people up you know in yeah. what they were saying before the game people thought they went on to an easy game seeing the likes of John coming out and it's Pucker jackets, his big worky jackets, yeah, <laughs> to warm up and then just turning the magic oh on him. He, couldn't believe he it. was unbelievable, he really was.
0: So, so then getting your hands on, on the national Cup not only once but twice. So, first team
1: to retain it, I know. But the first time, you no know, one said about my back and all that, my back was still, and um, someone done me in at the Sefton Park. We were playing Dingle Rail or one of them, the South Enders, and someone done me big style in my back. Uh, in the back, it would come up. I went up for an edit and someone had come in with the knee, and I ended up in hospital. So, well, bad one.
0: Yeah. Was have been Pennell or Woodcock for the two sets oh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew them really yeah. well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I ended up on traction. I used to pop two big sandbags, and because I got a slip disc. Um, they actually gave me and all that. And they said you're gonna to have to stay in. While we take it off the uh, your, your nerve. It's on the nerve and all that. So I missed the first. Did final. you
0: did you miss most of the season or was it just I you missed, towards the end?
1: I was training towards the end, and but I knew I wasn't playing um, because I wouldn't have picked me um, if I'd have been Paul Or but I was gutted. When yeah, of course you would be. You yeah. would be. yeah yeah. So I was, yeah. But it wasn't just me, it was gutted. The likes of Tommy Barry, who Tommy was, oh my God, he was a brilliant player. But he, he got left out. Yeah. You know, and...
0: Suppose it's you can't pick everyone, can you? It's no, one of them, isn't it? No. So so did that make it all the, uh, all the sweeter the year after?
1: It did, yeah. Even leading up to it, the games, the semi-final, everything. Everything was perfect. Except for the goal. That I scored. That was one of the, like... The mintiest goals I've ever scored in my career, you know, and it really was. I didn't even celebrate because I just knocked it in on the second attempt and I thought, oh my God, I just stood there and then lads just jumped on me. But it was, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was crap, brilliant.
1: But it crap was most important goal you've ever scored in your life. But it won the National Cup. I yeah, know.
0: brilliant. But when we spoke to Paul, he said like, some of the performances in the earlier rounds, quarter oh. semis were unbelievable. And then he said the final always seemed to just be obviously they were both one nil and they just seemed to be like tense and you know, maybe the occasion got to people or all the other teams just stifled oh, or whatever.
1: Well, the first final, I was sitting in the stands and Phil Thompson had come down to watch. Yeah, yeah. He was um and a, a fantail absolutely annihilated um I was trying to think of the team. First I know Twin Foxes Was the one yeah, I scored wasn't he? Mackintosh, Mackintosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They annihilated them But we scored With a penalty yeah. And then the second game John Moran Was it Moran John Moran yeah, yeah. Um, The second game We Annihilated them as well But just couldn't Put it in the net Honestly It was just anyone else he,
0: he, won he, nils. he was saying to me oh I just wish we'd have won four and five I was like it doesn't matter what, what but, score you no, want who, who's, who's, I don't who think cares? it does matter I'm going to say one nil is the best score in footy, you know
1: yeah but what? we had a there was a thing after the game and John O'Leary got interviewed so we had a bet in the changing room how many you knows he would say
0: yeah it's like me with me ends. oh arm.
1: my god he went on and on about it and everyone was laughing in the changing room and he'd come in he went what well, you're all laughing at and because John was brilliant but he used to get a cob on you know and he used to not vicious or anything like that but he used to get stroppy yeah. over things because they used to tell me tell me to mark him in training because I'd kick him I'd be kicking him in the ankle and he'd go mad and he'd go well, stop it you know like <laughs> one of them stop it, yeah, pop it in. so he must have done 40 you knows in the conversation that he had in the interview I think it was with him Oh, the, Liverpool, the Liverpool lad Nah
0: Yeah I don't Yeah been on like On Merseyside or something on, on Yeah on he was on side.
1: The lad Yeah
0: Boss me. So after the The success of Fantale What what was the uh, How did you sort of Play in these Play out then
1: Well I played for the Fantale After I stopped playing on a Saturday. Saturday um, On me When I, I started running them Myself Paul packed in Went to Kirby Town um, And I started running the Fantail um, As manager You know so It was probably the, the worst thing I, I ever done Because oh, The Sunday football Was a minefield of Oh my god I mean you probably know Mick We'd had games where there was people Firing guns out of cars and stuff
0: Yeah craziness
1: Yeah And firing at players on the pitch you know, running, going, coming across, and cars, and really, so it was just a nightmare. It really was, and all the other stuff that went with it. I can't really tell you other things. Some of it's too heavy for, for yeah, and it it is honestly what yeah. I used to go through with the football. It'd have to be go down on a book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, how did you find management then? Uh, when you first started, when, when you, like, you know stepped what?
1: into the role. I mean, I had two brilliant managers in Alan Spence, um and Brian Tyler at Wigan. And Brian Tyler got killed in um Italia ninety when he Harry Redknapp crashed. I don't even if you remember. Oh, no don't even know it know about it. No. Yeah, Harry Rednap was his mate. They, they owned Bournemouth at the time. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And um Harry had bought it with a consortium and Brian was the manager. But they went to Italy together in a mini bus, and bang, and he got killed. No way. Oh my god! And he was, yeah, he was the best manager. Paul always good. Yeah, I'll give that to him. And like some of the things that Paul did, not training wise, because he couldn't run or kick a ball, in, never done it in his life. But he was a good man manager, um, and I used to copy his style. Yeah, of sorts, man manager sort
0: of like influenced
1: yeah took yeah, the
0: best bits from each each guy. yeah because
1: Paul would go through the team and if you if you weren't like good enough to play and you were in the team and you he'd make you feel like six foot you know tall yeah. by, and he'd talk about you and I did that with teams I'd played I might have had some players that weren't but I tried to make them feel that they could go out there and beat anyone yeah Paul was like that Very good So Mr O Yeah (laughs) So going from The player to the manager
0: Did you have to go through a spell of bringing Trying to bring in your own players Or did you have to get Younger lads in Who who could get other lads in Well
1: we Most of the team Went And we ended up Leaving the Sunday league The Liverpool Sunday league And coming back to Kirby Yeah Which was a A mistake um because we were targets. You know, and like and we knew all the people were playing against, the but there was some people that just wanted to kick seven kinds out of us. And like, oh my god, it was horrendous. Um but then we only I think we stayed a couple of years, won the league once, and then we went to the um the business house league. Yeah. Um, which was better run. Um and then after the business house, we tried to get in the back in the Liverpool Sunday League, but they wanted to put us in league
0: ten. Yeah, shutting off like that, yeah. Yeah. Take you that long to get up to the top.
1: Yeah. So we stayed in the business house, never never went back to the Sunday League. So who were the who were the rival teams at that time then when when you were in charge? Croxted were one of them, the main one. Um the tingle rail with another they still um all the South End teams yeah. basically he sort of turned into the Almatach a few Almatach, years later. Yeah. 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 yeah, because one of my mates down there who had the um Almatach was the the oh my god. I haven't even put this lad's name down actually. Um he had a he had a shop on the road, the main road going through Toxted. Um Stevie Skeets yeah, is the it, lad. Yeah. He was like player manager, wasn't he? Yeah, and he was a good friend. And he really, and you know, I never played football with him, but oh my God, such a nice fella. When we played them, you know, we'd look after you and that, anything you wanted and he was brilliant. skitsy. I used to go down because I used to work around Liverpool and I'd go down many a time (laughs) to see him in the shop. And every time I went in the shop, there'd be six fellas here and out the shop. Thinking I was a detective. Yeah, thinking you in, yeah. yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Honestly, and he's, he's, he used to come back and say, don't you do that again? Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> yeah, coming, in, coming in here with your
1: North End's accent. Because oh, yeah. I used to like have a suit and all that. Yeah, and I'd go in and... It, it, oh, I don't know what they were up to, but flaming out. So did, fr- from that point
0: then, right, did you stay with Hill right through until it was like... Till it was time to so go. it was like
1: the Manfast and all that type of type all of all thing. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, how the come about. Kirby Towns ground, um, which was in Northwood at the time, but this was before Paul Um, there was two lads. A lad called uh, John Williams, a secretary he used to be he was secretary for uh for Paul O. John Williams. Yeah. Um He rang me up and asked me uh, to go manager of Kirby Town um, because there was two lads who have bought it from the two lads that were there, the two South End lads. And these two lads had a transport company um, and they wanted to make the club, you know, a a really decent club and the football and everything they were going to build because they had money, uh, the two lads. And the two lads are my, two of my best friends to this day. Um, I'm actually going to bring them onto the match with me on. You know them well, don't you, Richie? Richie Regan. Um, and him and Stuart Rogerson, they were brother-in-laws. So they wanted me as the manager. Some, they heard good stories. And so I met with them in a pub in um, Litherland. And I said, no. Because I'd already said no to Besco. Because Jimmy Oryx asked me to go manager at Besco, and he'll go with me. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't want it. I always had this thing about Saturday football and I never wanted sacking. It's proper cutthroat in it to Saturday. football yeah. at, at that level as well. I, I didn't want my name in the paper saying Ray Wilkinson sacked. I didn't, And even now, it pees me off when I see like Paul Cook, you know, and even... Yeah. Other people that I know that getting sacked, no need for it. There is, and I, and I understand that, but I could never get my head round that side of it. So that's why I refused Burscough, and then when Kirby Town come knocking, but I did make an agreement with them that I was gonna get a I called Tommy Barry, um, and he would come with me because I asked Tommy, "Would you come with me and take it over after three months?" when I laid everything down, you know, for him and that. So he, he agreed, Tommy, and so did the Stuart and the Richie. They said, yeah, no problem. And I said, one other thing, I want sponsorship for the Fantail every year. from And it was Manfast, they had the company called Manfast. Right, nice, okay. So they sponsored us, and we did have the best of everything. I took the lads out of it. At the end of the season, we went, we spent money on them. Because Manfast give us money, and we didn't have to do any fundraising at all, you know. So these two lads, who one was a season ticket holder at Everton or the, a lounge holder, and the other one was a box holder at Main Road. Right. So the two really good friends. So where did that that
0: um, Old Force Boulevard? Where did that come into it? When was that? Were they just a completely separate team? Was was Gary running them? It was Gary McGowan running them. What would they called? Mode for I can't even say it properly.
1: No, it's something, yeah, it's a Kirby Boulevard, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think they were a Kirby team, yeah, that started up because when I packed the Fantail in, um, it stayed as the Fantail and I don't know who took it over um, because we used to run it from the Fantail pub yeah. in Kirby because Kuki had it for a bit with Gary. Um, so, we were always there in the uh, the fantail, you know. So, but it was it when I had it, I was in a time in my life where I shouldn't have been involved in anything like that, and I just kept on and on and on because I had threats made, you know, and it they were heavy. Yeah. Threats made to me, yeah, you know, over the football, um, and I just and then that thing that I've seen with the the guns and everything. That was just. thought oh, that's
0: that. not. I'm, I'm, I'm. out of here. I'm not. I don't want any part of
1: this. Yeah. And what I'm. I mean, I'm going to tell you this, and I don't know whether I don't think I can get into trouble with this, Um because we could only sign so many people on the Fantail. Um in the business house league. They only let us sign so many on from K B or whatever, and it was they were trying to stop us. Being successful. Um, and they, they got this thing in where they... Anyway, um, when we played this game at Brookfield, I had 10 ringers in on the team sheet. And <laughs> that that gun episode went off. The police were all over Kirby. They were all over. they they come to my house, everything. And I had... I had my father-in-law down on the sheet. He was 60. Getting them mixed. Yeah, and my brothers. I had names that I just picked out. And I had to t- I told And did they want to the see the, the team sheet? Yeah. yeah, I said, honestly.
0: I can imagine that line off, can't you? Oh, yeah. Just throw this fan tail top on quick. What
1: you know. go in? Do so it you was go in? Like, Usual but, suspects. But one of my best mates was a lad. It's only you. Anyone's ever mentioned the money? Yeah, Bobby Wilcox. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, oh my God, what a fella, what a fella he was, honest to God. And he actually said to me about it: it's "Finished, right? Football's finished." And it had. I'm not sure what it's like now, Mick. I, yeah, just a bit
0: carnage.
1: Yeah, and you know, with that incident, because he he rang me and he said, "Right, I'm I'm getting out." Yeah, and it well because Bobby was, I think. He had cancer at the time and me, John O'Leary and Tom Williams bought all kinds of fruit and it is he was in the hospital in Birmingham, in the, I forget, the big main hospital yeah, in yeah. Birmingham it's, yeah. and we went on a Saturday afternoon and we goes there and we've got bags of fruit and everything for him and gets in, Bobby Wilcox, oh he's gone home for the weekend <laughs> so typical, never we, told you. Yeah, we'd gone all the way to Birmingham So we ate all the fruit on the way back
0: oh, he, was a, he was a proper uh, oh, Brit man, money, Bobby? He, the Brit And another yeah. uh, National Cup winner
1: Yeah, well when his funeral um, I was outside And I was standing next to Gary McGowan And Jamie Carragher was there And, and they played You'll Never Walk Alone Oh my God, I cried my eyes, eyes out and I was trying to sing it. Yeah. And I couldn't hold anything. Gary said, Oh my God, Wilkie, have ever, all the Evertonians that you know seen you now? Yeah, <laughs> I said, so I don't care.
0: It's probably the time when the, when Evertonians care. will will sing at our funerals and vice, vice versa, is yeah. it? It's always,
1: always. But Bobby was one of my mates, could always ring because we used to go to meetings together down in, they used to have them in Old Swan, the Liverpool League. And oh, that's what happens, yeah. We voted the Canada out. Everyone voted the Canada out. Right, yeah. Because they've
0: it, been they've been t- after a few times for different reasons and having to go in different leagues and change the names and all that. so what has t-
1: happened? We were playing them at Edinburgh Park and we beat them. And the referee was a, a motorcycle cop. So after the game, they were going mad at the ref. The I don't think it was anything untoward, Just that they got beat. You know, and um, because John Coleman was playing at the time. I I think John Coleman was playing and Jimmy Bell, because they played for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, the the copper come in after refereeing, and all his clothes were in the bath, because he had a big bath in Edinburgh Park, didn't he?
0: Someone's left all his gear in the bath. Oh, my God.
1: Well, he went ballistic, and he got the police on it, with the league and everything. The league had a big emergency meeting, and it was to throw Canada out because of this incident.
0: So was that when they went to the... They went back to the business hours. They went to business yeah. hours, yeah.
1: Yeah. And there was only one way teams were told to vote. And that was out. So Jimmy Oryx was our city, And Jimmy said, I can't vote, right? I can't throw them out. I said, Jimmy, you've got to. You've been told. It's a mandate. So he said, oh. And Jimmy was like that. I mean, I was like that. But you don't go against your league committee, you know, because the league would have folded. There would have been no league.
0: And he ends up getting back in there eventually. Yeah, anyway, yeah, there's, eventually there's, ways, back, there's ways there. Back it?
1: in there, yeah, yeah. So, so when when you're
0: uh, when you were in charge and and sort of the younger lads coming through, we spoke about like a few of them have been on having these well, Billy Cali and Darren and. Oh, I always speak about Dean early. How good Dean was. Um, he doesn't get the sort of oh, recognition. He was, I think yeah,
1: he, he was brilliant. He was. I mean, the team that we had and. You were saying about... Who, who got to the final of the National Cup? It was a team that you played for?
0: No, no, not none of the... Because... No one that I played for got there, no.
1: We got to the final. And we played it in Middlesbrough. the game. And we were brilliant on the day again. 1-0. O'Callaghan scored a whopper of a goal. And Billy was signed on for us under Billy O'Callaghan. Because he was playing for Prescott Cables at the time. And Prescott Cables had... A Little fellow manager who used to manage Scamp for years. Um, yeah, um, I know what you mean Tommy Tingy.
0: Oh, his name's evading me, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he was the
1: manager. Um, and Billy told us that they'd put the contract in the safe, he'd signed the contract and he'd yeah. gone in the safe, which they used to do, yeah, years time, ago, yeah. And then you pull it out if you'd have to, serve if you them. want to go, yeah. Put you on forms. Um, So we played him under his name, right the way through. League games, Billy O'Callaghan. And then we got summoned down to the FA. It was like getting stabbed. I don't know what getting stabbed's like, but someone stabbed me in the back that day. Yeah, that's how I felt, yeah. And it was, there's a lad who does commentary on the the football, used to play for um, Man City, Steve... uh, Brown is it? Some little fella, oh, oh, I and know. his dad was the chairman of the other team. Oh, was he? Yeah. And I'll never forget. I'll, I, I, I never even wrote his name down because I wasn't going to talk about it because it really sticks with me. Because we had to go all the way to London to the FA headquarters, and we had evidence that it was, you know, wrong f- for them to do that, but they just wouldn't listen.
0: Yeah, you just say if you don't. If you don't if, they're not interested yeah. in it. In oh
1: my God. And the team that, beat, well, went through, won the, won the national cup, you know. So, it was.
0: So we yeah. could have had it as a player
1: and a manager. Yeah,
0: yeah. Devastating,
1: mate. Oh, big. but it was m- more devastating for the the players. The, yeah, the younger lads. Yeah. You know, because we had players there. Them, you know, Dad Hilditch was playing then. His yeah. brother Stephen Hilditch. The, um, there was Bernie Benny Cooper. Yeah. Um, Gary McGowan wasn't a bad player. He was a good player, Gary. Yeah. Um, and he really was, you know. Um he played for the Crockey, didn't he? For a bit, well, Gary, didn't he? I went, in the early days. Yeah, because i seen him playing. And whether it was against the Fantale, I don't know. This was before I come into this football. And I went to Windy Arbour and Kirby, and they were playing um, Croxteth against a Kirby team. I think it was probably the Fantale, because Tommy Woods was playing. Um And there was murder going on. um Oh, my God. And I think someone had even asked someone to come off the pitch and sort it out. Yeah. Off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. It
0: was, Do you know who, who I used to play with for um, St. Phillies and he played for fantale Sean Ray? Sean Ray. He, he used to oh. always say to me, as he, he had an eye on the, the younger lad, Sean, and he'd say, come, come and play for Fantale me When I was about 16 and I was like, my dad used to say, "Don't go there; you won't get a game. <laughs> you know, there's no point going there." But Sean had his eye on, you know, the future and getting and and Mick Laffey obviously from being from exactly yeah, yeah. he'd round us up like so me, Neil Robbo, Tommy Bowden, and he'd say, "Come come
1: down and play for us." Sean then, was one of them players that no one noticed him, but oh my god, he yeah, was, he, was, he was good, he good was player, good player, yeah. really good player. I
0: and me, our uh, strike partner Mick Shaw from from Lamford, he used to get asked to go quite often. And 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 would never really go. I think he played for Bulford for a bit. Bullford, uh, yeah. But uh, he he was top notch. But I can remember. I, I watched it. I watched the fan sale a lot as a kid. Um, and then even the Premier Cup final when he beat Clifton one nil. Shite game, but Billy got the winner late on. Uh, as he always seemed to seem to do. <laughs> it's like Ian rush, wasn't he rush funny Oh, at the bottom corners every time he got a chance and. Uh, that was like the fantale and the Brit at the time were like the two biggest teams to me.
1: You know. It, so who was running the? F- when you say Billy, Billy O'Callaghan.
0: Yeah, so Billy was playing. So yeah. was this after I'd gone? After no, I'd... I think he was still there at the time. Right. Yeah, well, I think Mick Laffey was in and around it. Yeah, was still Mick there. Was, yeah, yeah. So it, this would have been. Late nineties, early two yeah. thousands and Fantail and Brit were like really good. Obviously Sandon and all that were were good as well. But I just remember watching the Fantail and the Brit play each other and thinking, Wow, this is a some standard, this, you know this is the this is the, the standard of Sunday footy that you wanna be getting and, and playing at this is what it was like a good yeah. It was like semi pro saty, really. Yeah. But that was the uh
1: But when John no, I mentioned John Coleman and Jimmy Bell, when they come to us it was not long after Paul had gone, Paul O. Yeah. And they upset a lot of people because of their attitudes. <laughs> He's going to be love me for this, John Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They, and um, things went on. Things went, plays players weren't happy. But, oh my God, what two good players they were. Yeah, um, Especially, John Coleman was probably the best, one of the best goal scorers at that level. And yeah. he did like go a, like a non-league yeah. goal machine. He was, yeah. yeah. So he was brilliant, John. Um, but they had this attitude that even if they were playing a team that only had eight men, they'd be going round celebrating goals like doing <laughs> stupid things, you know. And you, c- I don't mind that. Me, that that's 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 probably my, that's me. Daft, daft as a brush as well. But I never used to celebrate goals. I just, did you ever see me scoring any? But. They would go to the, like, none of these things that you're getting now. Nothing compared with what them two used to do.
0: Yeah, celebrations
1: all that. Yeah.
0: Thing. Right, so should we touch on trying to build a perfect player, mate? Have you got it here? Uh, have you took a few notes for this bit? Because it's not, it's not easy. And you'll have to give us uh, an explanation why on each. So we
1: always start with left foot. Well, it's Salad who played for the fantail for me. Um, and he was m- probably one of the most underrated la- lads because he was so quiet. And it's Mark Horrigan. Yeah. His name is, and he was, his left foot. I mean, I was going to say Davy Clark, actually, um, who played for the Canada. Yeah. Um, because Davy had it. But m- Mark was brilliant because he played for me for quite some years, but I only s- ever seen Davy Clark a few times. Yeah, yeah. so...
0: Top notch. What what type of what type of uh, peg was it? Like it's f- like power or was it all like No, he was, finesse? He was
1: finesse. Yeah, yeah. Mark, yeah. yeah. He really was. Finesse. What about right foot? Well, there's only one. Uh, Mick Fagan.
0: Yeah, loads of people said that like his range yeah. was unbelievable. my god. Could he hit a ball? Flaming out. Honestly. Was it was it like was his Everton passing range, goals, yeah. long distance?
1: Well when you see the likes of Liverpool now with uh, Van Dijk knocking them balls over. Yeah. That's what Mick was like. But is it go like an arrow? You know what I mean? There'd be no like that. Is it was f- f- like getting fired out of a cannon. Yeah. He really was absolutely unbelievable, Mick. What about touch? of oh, there's only one, and that's John O'Leary. Yeah. Um, absolutely unbelievable. Um, he could bring a ball down, he could do anything with it. He, One of the the things I've seen one time, they were playing Croxtus before I went there and two lads come in either side to do them and I looked and I went, oh my God. I shut my eyes and them two collided with one another and John just come out.
0: Like a ballerina.
1: uh, (laughs) Harold hit the roof. He went ballistic with them because they'd missed them. (laughs) Was
0: he just... Was it one of them where you you thought after time, how's he how's he playing at this oh,
1: level? He, do you know what I mean? I used to go to the match with him, and we'd go to away games, and that uh, he was such, he was the nicest fella that you could ever wish to meet in any circumstances. Football, out of football, he was just, and I mean, people say, oh, there's no such thing. All right, he mightn't be a let, but he was the best ever footballer and person. You know, John O'Leary. Yeah, can't, for me. Can't pay a better tribute than that, mate. Um, skill. Again, that's... Goes like, hand in hand, touching yeah, skill. With John, because you know what? I used to go on runs, if we had a free kick anyway, I'd just, or eat points, and I'd just go on the run, and the ball would be on my head, or it'd be at my feet, where I'd just tap it in. Anywhere he wanted, wanted it to go, yeah. And it, and it was just... Honestly, it was just, he was unbelievable footballer, skillful wise. And he, there was one, I mean, skill, this, I think this is skill. A lobster had a game in the Waver Street playground, and we were playing a team that was really rough, and Tommy Nesbitt was fighting with everyone. and, And then we won the game with two penalties. John took the first one with his right foot, sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. And then he took the second one with his left foot and sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and be dexterous with, yeah. with both feet. Boss. it's it's I think it's
0: great though, isn't it? That like his legends will, um, will carry on more because the, the lads my age obviously sp- still speak about what he's doing and what he was doing then.
1: And you know, but what he he, he did? I'd scored two goals in the final for the, the Lobster against Egbert Legion at South Liverpool's ground and we got a penalty in the last few minutes. So he let me take it Um, and I scored to get me hat-trick. That was the day before I was playing for Skem. Yeah, yeah. Because when I got to think, oh, Harry Harry McNally said, you scored three as well. Um, You scored four. I said, no, I didn't. I only scored three. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, he let me take the pen and I scored it. So he was unselfish as well? Yeah, to get me hat-trick. But then the next week, we played Canada in the Premier Cup. And it was 1-1. And he asked me to take the pen. We got a pen. And he said, you take it, right? And there was only about 10 minutes to go. So I said, OK. And there was still there was Thousands there at South Liverpool's ground. And anyway, I missed it. I was like, oh, my God. So he said, oh, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? The lads must have been. Um, but then, just before the end of the game... Cross come over and I had the winner. So I got out of the crap. The got, got out of the trouble, yeah. Yeah, but I thought, why did you do that, John?
0: <laughs> <laughs> being nice to you and then he's putting you to, being nice in the in the game before and this yeah. time putting all the pressure on you. Who is the best in the air? Hedden <laughs> I
1: was gonna put my name actually.
0: Go on. Well, if, no. if it's up there it's up there. No,
1: Ben Foster. Um my strike partner at the lobster who I didn't know was never scored as many goals for me as yeah.
0: me. <laughs> who you always thought you were chasing, yeah? Uh, yeah. What well, Was he just dang up there? Or he up there, yeah. would
1: knock it down shit, and I'd be running on to things, yeah, sticking them away. But, yeah, I was going to put myself, but, because I did score a few edits. <laughs> what about speed? Who was the quickest? The the quickest lads. I, I keep on going back to the fan but I can only give you what yeah, that's really uh, it's, it's and opinion, it. And Syl Nolan was a little whippet. He was, have you heard of him? Yeah, Paul?
0: yeah. I've, well, Paul, Paul obviously spoke about him saying how, how good he was on the wing, yeah. and, he, was, and he, he said he was six stone soaking wet. Oh
1: my God, he was tiny. And he's the one who laid the goal on for the uh, the winner in the National Cup. He got played in down the channel, knocked it across. I missed it first time and it bubbled up. And I just, because the goalie had dived. <laughs> yeah. It was just a massive, big net there. And I just put it away. But still was the reason that yeah. I got it.
0: Was he an old traditional winger, just byline and whip He'd it go. in? But he could score as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. You know, so he, he had a bit of everything, but he was speedy. Brilliant. Um, strength. Um, I'd say one of the strongest players, and he wasn't the biggest. And he, he was. And for his strength and what he used to do in the pitch was John Connors. Yeah. Um, oh my God, John was, yeah. He'd carry the team or try and carry the team on his shoulders, you know what I mean? Because he was everywhere and he was, he was strong and he was, he'd get in. Uh, I think he's even still playing now. Yeah. I think he plays for the, I'm not sure if they're still going. But um, Doesn't he
0: have a goal for one of like the Chef and Vets team or something like that? The Valentine. The
1: Valentine at the Valley, yeah. Fittest, he was in the best nick? I would say John Connors again. John, Con- I mean, was he's, he was just a machine, he yeah. Was, yeah. He was, and he's still playing there. So you can't, I can't go against John Connors. it's yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. That's still going now. Um, keepers, a lot of a first played with, and I always looked to him. I, I only played, I think I played a couple of games for the Kirby Town Reserves and the one game for Canada, and that was a lad called Ronnie Disley.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and he—he he reminded me of a, a pro goalkeeper back then because yeah. of the way he dressed and the way he was—he was class. He was a real proper goalkeeper, and, you know. And because you never got many really good goalkeepers, um, but Ronnie—he made an impression on you. Yeah, yeah
0: he did. Who was the uh, the funniest, the, the madmen around the around the, the teams.
1: I mean, there's a lad called Kevin McMullen? Who played before I even played, and he used to come and watch Bootle when I was at Bootle, um, and he was hilarious. He was—he's one of these players that if he was playing, he was a goalkeeper, and someone had a shot and was going over, he'd be going, he'd be, he'd be throwing himself to the floor yeah. like frightened yeah. of the shot, yeah. you know. And it, <laughs> he was a lunatic. Constantly taking yeah. the fish. And another one was Tommy Barry the lads that played for the fantail. Yeah. He was, but he didn't know it, that he was funny.
0: They're the funniest, one. Yeah. ones.
1: Yeah. What about uh, leadership? I'd call Fred Molineux, um at Wigan. Um, Fred was my mate. Uh, he was the one that took me to all the, the games, come over and pick me up, done everything with me. He was, he was like a dad to me. Um, and he was at Liverpool for quite a few years, Fred Molyneux. Um you, I think, played in the first team. Some games, I'm not sure, but but oh my God, And when he was a centre half, and he he was like a Ron Yeats of Wigan, you know what I mean? But he was it's The natural leader, yeah. and he was a natural leader, and he looked after me off the pitch as well, because I needed looking after off the pitch. Because of the lads that we had in Wigan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you were thankful he was there. Who, yeah. What about Attitude? Who had the best attitude to the game? Oh my God, I've got to say him again.
1: John Connors. Yeah. he's flying. Yeah, up. John, isn't he? John's yeah. flying in this. John Connors. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Oryx had a fantastic attitude. Didn't let, didn't get ruffled and got some stick, uh, especially from adult. Um He used to give him some terrible stick. And I mean bad where he was going to come on the pitch and kill him yeah so <laughs> I don't <laughs> know it's yeah.
0: hard to concentrate well that's going on nightmare.
1: I know because we beat them one time at Kirby Towns ground and I was waiting because Harold was in the craft leading up to the game saying he was going to kill him um, but when he came back into the craft a couple of weeks later I said you never killed him he said I couldn't I said why he said because you beat us it was a look like
0: yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Locked, uh Look,
1: so we yeah. yeah. So, Jimmy got off with because we beat them. Yeah. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> <laughs> what about the best goal
0: you've scored or been involved in or even ah, seen?
1: The best goal that I've scored was on my debut goal for Wigan Athletic. Um, and we played Gray's Harwood away. Uh, I I received the ball right out on the wing. I come in a few yards, beat one man, but I was still way out, even past the penalty, not even on line with the penalty area. So I just left flight and it went in the near post, top corner. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And I wasn't a celebrator, you know what I mean? And so the lads were all over me and Jesus Christ. Thinking he's half good, him. I know. So, <laughs> screamers so, on debuts. Anyway, we're in the changing room getting changed and knock on the door, and in comes their goalie. Who is the effing bastard that scored that goal against me? And <laughs> they all looked at me and he said, What did you do there? I've never had a goal scored like that against me in my life. So, anyway, he just said, well done, mate. And it was a goalie called Adam Blacklock, who was Scottish international. Was he, yeah? And played for Burnley, because Great Harwood was only around the corner from Burnley, so he must have been on his lazzies and playing for Great Harwood. Brilliant. But he couldn't believe it. He said, I've never been beat like that in my whole career. Did so you another
0: one like that?
1: For Kirby boys, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fire them in for Kirby boys from everywhere. I was like, but no, I scored because the lads are blind. I said to me, Jesus Christ, Wilkie, you only got a turn, and you hit them, and they're flying in from everywhere. So, the, and goal,
0: I, the golden touch, Amy. Master tutor, that was his best there uh, attribute. One, a uh-huh. turn, score, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. He and scored I, one of them near post ones. I was know? never
1: full of myself, though, neither for scoring. I know John Coleman reckoned up all his goals, didn't he?
0: Yeah, like, game like
1: I think that's a bit sad, really, John. <laughs> uh, I do, and I'd never. I don't even. I was talking today to my missus. She said, "Know what the trophies that you got? Where are they?" I said, "Well, my first wife threw most of them out, and then my second one threw the rest out." Yeah. So I've got none left? So I haven't I've got. None, I haven't got a trophy. I mean, um, even me, me Northern Premier League trophy that I got with Wigan, that was a big silver platter thing, it, like and that went
0: so do, you don't know where your National Cup winning
1: medal is no oh. no nope. nightmare nope. nightmare Taste, yeah so yeah
0: right next one hardest away where did you dislike going Stafford yeah everyone says Stafford oh my god <laughs> everyone only
1: played in the semi-pro that and Under, the non-league there was a there was a centre-half called Ben Ben Liverpool fella and he was marking me but he was tough, you know what I mean. And he was, he was and he kicked me all over the place because I was only youngest then um, at Wigan. I was only in 23, 24. So, and then we we got a corner, and Kingy starts shouting, "I'm coming for you, Ben! Ben, I'm coming for you!" <laughs> so, so Ben heads an own goal. <laughs> he's terrified of Kingy because if Kingy comes for you, he's gonna get you. You Know what I mean? So it's oh my god, because he's on my list, Kingy. He was a, a player but a hotter. yeah. You know, so could
0: do both, but boy, I hated Stafford. What about in the Sundays? Anywhere you didn't like going on a Sunday, or any, any, even just the pitch, the environments, the team?
1: No, I mean, when I started playing for the Fantale, everywhere. Everywhere, I didn't like going anywhere with the Fantail. When I was going with the Lobster, I loved walking out, them thinking, he plays for the Lobster, him. I used to walk out, like, with a, my head must have been, like, double the size because I was playing for the Lobster and I had a Lobster shirt on and they knew I was a Lobster player. So I used to be delighted in walking out. It's like walking out at Goodison or Anfield, you know, being a Lobster player. But the Fantail was different. We were brilliant, but oh my god, did we have to work for it? Yeah, like well, you said, everyone on, everyone on the when you were playing, yeah. Yeah. especially down in the South End. And one of the worst experiences was in the the high the Roby in Roby or somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. The Bartons used
0: to yeah yeah you and run all the that. team.
1: Oh my god! And one of the worst ones was a team from West Derby or Wilton me blimey, David. I nearly... I had a fight with the, the centre-half all through the game. All through the game. It was a running battle. It was a running battle. And we fought and we punched and we... Oh, my God. It was one of the the worst games I've played in. And then the next day, I'm walking from the bus to Alderhey, because my daughter was born um, disabled and she was in hospital who stops to give me a lift Zim the centre half he said will he really go I said I'm going to the hospital he said get in and he took me as though like nothing had happened brilliant yeah so, the way, that's the
0: way it should be yeah I don't mind that right so last last question mate knockout pairs did you play knockout pairs as a kid or wasn't that a, wasn't that a thing then no it wasn't Small just it. more gates do you know what yeah. it is though it's you two against so there's multiple pairs all around one goal one goalie and you're in teams of two. You've got a score to go through to the next round. Whoever doesn't score, whoever's left last, are out. And it just goes through till there's two two pairs in the final against the one goalie. So you've got to pick someone to be your partner.
1: No, it might be John O'Leary.
0: Yeah.
1: Without a doubt, <laughs> they wouldn't get the ball off him, and I'd scored all kinds. He'd just you, be knocking things into me.
0: You you get the top Yeah. Or the screamers, depending on which. Yeah. Which, uh... Yeah.
1: No, John O'Leary. Yeah. Always.
0: So, yeah. so that's. Uh, a hell, of a, a hell of a partnership, meet.
1: Yeah, I'd like to think. Who's going to do the, the, the
0: defending out of the two years? do well, Me. Shankly was going to say, "Give it to half yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it would be.
1: But I did play centre-half with the fan sale for a couple of years when I was running them.
0: Just <laughs> drop back further, like Matthias, yeah, just drop further just, and further. Because we had
1: decent forwards, and I thought, no way, I can stay in this team with these lads. So I played alongside Jimmy Oryx for a couple of seasons. Yeah, which was was it was good. You know, but we come up against some roughies, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want to knock man. our heads off,
0: yeah, boss. Right, well, thanks very much for your time, mate. Much, much appreciated. Um, and uh, as I say, what a story, mate. Boss,
1: oh, I think I've, I've missed loads out actually, Cause, haven't I? <laughs> Go on, throw it in. <laughs> no, throw, throw it in now. No,
0: Ke- by the way, Kev's sitting, he keeps he keeps uh, refers no, to Kev. Kevin's in the room, sitting in the corner
1: because one of these He's the chaperone. I know one of the um there's you asked for the toughest and the dirtiest and that's the same fella in both of them, which is John King, from uh, Wigan, because Kingy was good to be on your side, but a horror to be against you. Yeah, a bit of bold Oh yeah, he was horrible. It really was horrible to play against. Which I, I, I played against him once. That was when I scored the two goals. Um, so he never got near me. Um, and that's when I, I come across Fred Molyneux, that game as well, which that's what, why Wigan signed me, because I, I ran them ragged. You know yeah. what I mean? So, But well Kingy was the toughest and the dirtiest. And not just tackling. used to do things that I hated anyone doing. And if someone had done it to me, I'd have killed them. Yeah, red card, get off. Yeah. Got all the old dirty ticks Standing on soles Elbows No this was worse You probably know what I mean It's one of the It's the worst thing that Someone can do to you On a football pitch yeah. And he did it I was injured for scam at the time And Well he, he did it On this game To Mick Doherty One of Kevin's Friends Yeah um, So you want me to say what it was? Yeah, he spat in his face. Threw
0: a greenie, out not Oh,
1: my God. I was fuming. I, was, I, I wasn't I, was playing anyway. I was on the bench, um, injured. But I was... F- and then I went and played with him after that, which took the sting off it. You know what I mean? Playing for him. I didn't feel, like, right that I was playing for someone like that. He'd never done it when I, he played for Wigan. But to do that to someone... Yeah. And it was a kid, Mick, Mick was a kid, you know, compared with him. But, oh,
0: yeah. It happens, mate, doesn't he? Go on
1: with anything else in there that you've
0: missed out that you can throw in? No, I think that's, that's yeah. Sian, is that it then, right? Yeah. We, we'll we wrap up, mate. will we'll ta- As I said, thanks very much for your time. Thanks to Kev Hazard for sorting it out for us and uh, being your chaperone and and Gene you up. Gene you're up to come on after you, after you said you would and then change your mind and then decided to have a go again but no mate thanks very much for your time and uh, we'll catch you soon see you soon mate